Well, Bruce has somehow managed to marry a tune that brings to mind children waving palm leaves with a heavy bass groove, a rather strange but intriguing combination that perfectly reflects the paradoxes and complications of the Palm Sunday story. In the Christian tradition, at least, the long-ago parade through the streets of Jerusalem is a well-known and seemingly simple tale, but it is anything but. I am Reverend Candace Bist, and along with my husband, Bruce Lee, we offer this Sunday, as so many spiritual leaders are doing across Canada, a time for reflection to consider the deeper matters of life. There are, of course, many ways to do this. We are doing it through the medium of the Christian tradition, which today heralds in Holy Week, leading as it does to the high holiday of Good Friday and the celebration of Easter. I am hoping, however, that though the Petri dish in which my thought is birthed is particular, what we speak about and sing about is universal welcomed in all traditions and inclinations for those who seek, as we do, to further understand and embrace unity, compassion, and grace. Traditionally, on Palm Sunday, we take communion, and we're going to do that today too, though not in a traditional way, though I would contend in a way that perhaps better reflects the original intent of sharing food and drink together. So if you are at home having a morning cup of tea or coffee and perhaps something to eat, that is just perfect. You might be with others and you might be alone. Wherever you are and whatever you are doing is just exactly right for now. And really the only important ingredient for real communion is that you are present. So deep breath, settle in, Whatever is going on in the world and in our lives at this moment, we can all take a Sabbath break, remembering that Sabbath is an atmosphere of harmony, presence, and generosity of spirit. Our call to worship today comes in the form of a blessing from Maria Popova. It arrived in my email as part of Maria's stream of consciousness, her wonderful blog postings entitled Brain Pickings. They are always a treat as Maria encounters the world in all its complexity, but wrapped in a dream of generosity and tied up with a bow of hope. This call to worship comes in the form of blessing, and blessings begin with the word may. May grace abide. May the road rise to meet you and the wind be always at your back. 
May every blessing be yours this day. Here is Maria's blessing to help us all stand steady in the midst of our shape-shifting landscape. As we navigate our own uncertain times together, may a thousand flowers of sanity bloom, each valid so long as it is viable in buoying the human spirit it animates. And may we remember the myriad terrors and uncertainties preceding our own, which have served as unexpected awakenings from some of our most perilous civilizational slumbers. Pray with me, which is to say, be with me in this moment. Listen to your heartbeat and know that it connects to the larger heartbeat of the world. Gracious one, lovely one, stalwart one, witness to our birth and doula at our death, breath of our breath, rhythm of our rhythm, the backbeat of all that pulses through matter, we are so lost so often. We leave ourselves behind and turn down those tempting pathways that lure us from the present moment. We lie to ourselves. We steal from the world and from one another. We do, we do. And each falsehood leads us away from the reality that we are all one. You know the tricks we play. Draw us back from fretfulness. Draw us back from worrisome thoughts. Remind us that it is Sabbath always in the moment where we breathe wholeness, and that moment is now. Fill us with graciousness that we may reach out with tender hearts, bruised perhaps, but worthy, minds uncertain perhaps, but still longing to see the goodness in the other. Fill us with the possibilities that we can stand in the midst of confusion and still claim, here I am and I will not turn away. I will look and I will listen to see what awe-filled message the earth, the sky, the water, every tiny creature and every mighty one is offering us. We will stand and listen to the still small voice within us that whispers impossible dreams. We will stand and listen and let the deep magic gather us in its arms. We will stand and listen and let ourselves be instructed, even as the instructions fill us with fear. Still we will stand and listen, that we may bless the whole of the universe with this blessing. May the hunger within our hearts lead us home.
places We all search different skies Sometimes we are foolish Or sometimes we are wise We're all searching for a pathway through the dark Driven by the hunger of the heart We wander and we wonder While we pick through the debris Of a shattered landscape Ain't nobody free Through the mess and through the muddle that's tearing us apart Driven by the hunger of the heart So hold on now Hold on tight We need to stand together as our call to worship, also came Maria's introduction to the wondrous children's book by Holly McGee entitled simply, Listen. Listening is the first and founding principle of practicing compassion. Until we can learn to fully listen to ourselves, to others, to the natural world and all the elements in it, Compassion is simply a tantalizing idea beyond our reach. Listening, deep listening, like all spiritual disciplines, requires practice. It is foundational to experiential spirituality, 
to being able to walk alongside others in true companionship, and to be able to walk alongside the Divine Spirit in true companionship. With the vision of children waving their construction paper palm leaves still in mind, I offer you Holly McGee's elegant, simple, beautiful call to arms. Listen to the sound of your feet, the sound of all of us, and the sound of me. Look to the shining sun. It is for you and all of us. It is for me. The stars, they are for you and all of us. They are for me. Breathe, smell the air. My air is yours and all of ours. Your air is mine. Taste. The food you eat is also the sun, is also the rain. The food I eat is also the sun, is also the rain. Dig in the earth. Your roots are mine and my roots are yours. The roots of all of us are the same. Yet you are you and I am me and we are we, us. Listen with your heart. It is your ears, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, your hands. Your heart can hear everything, see everything, smell everything, taste everything, touch everything. Your heart can hold everything, including the world in its darkness and its light, including your story, including my story, including the story of all of us. And when your heart hears your own story, it hears my story too. Your story, my story, our story. Listen to the sound of your feet, the sound of all of us, the sound of me. The reading or singing of the Psalms, originating in the Hebrew tradition, has long been a part of the daily hours, and certain ones are chosen for reading on particular days. Psalm 118 is the choice for Palm Sunday. 
It brings to mind in the reading of it all those who are continuing on to serve and work and care for so many so that others of us can stay safely and healthily at home. Some must stay put and some must venture out. That is as it must be. But we hold with special honor this morning those who are tending others as we contemplate this ancient thought in modern form. Psalm 118, verses 1 to 2 and 19 to 29, from James Taylor's Everyday Psalms. He begins by observing that sometimes life is a bowl of cherries, sometimes it's more like a trip to the emergency ward. And then he writes, As we ride the ambulance of life, facing endless uncertainties, we sense your presence beside us. Your constant love and care comforts us. Our fears fade away. Where masked figures fix shattered souls, you hold my hand. In a time of terror, you hover over me and you give me the breath of life. Vulnerability leaves us isolated and alone, yet we are buoyed up by compassion. The moment we most fear becomes the moment to remember. This can only be God's grace. Awareness washes over us like returning consciousness. We are alive, we are not alone. Thank you, gracious one, thank you. Thank you for those who serve in your name. Our tears overflow with gratitude. God lives in the hearts and hands of healers where there are people of goodwill. Wherever kindness and compassion exist, God is. You are our God and we will thank you for every thought. You are my God and I will honor you with all I do. I will never feel alone again. In all the ambulances of life, your love will hold me up.
And here is the little story of Palm Sunday as found in the book of Matthew, Matthew 21, verses 1 to 11. I'm reading from the message, the Bible in Contemporary Language, by Eugene Peterson. When they neared Jerusalem, having arrived at Bethpage on Mount Olives, Jesus sent two disciples with these instructions. Go over to the village across from you. You will find a donkey tethered there, her colt with her. Untie her and bring them to me. If anyone asks what you're doing, say, the master needs them. He will send them with you. This is the full story of what was sketched earlier by the prophet. Tell Zion's daughter, look, your king's on his way, poised and ready, mounted on a donkey, on a colt, full of a pack animal. The disciples went and did exactly what Jesus told them to do. They led the donkey and colt out, laid some of their clothes on them, and Jesus mounted. Nearly all the people in the crowd threw their garments down on the road, giving him a royal welcome. Others cut branches from the trees and threw them down as a welcome mat. Crowds went ahead, and the crowds followed, all of them calling out, Hosanna to David's son. Blessed is he who comes in God's name. Hosanna in the highest. As he made his entrance into Jerusalem, the whole city was shaken, unnerved. People were asking, what's going on here and who is this? The parade crowd answered, this is the prophet Jesus, the one from Nazareth in Galilee. This is a story about listening. Because how else did it come about that people gathered up palm leaves to wave in the breeze in the midst of the tumult that was the Passover weekend? Pilate and his troops had removed themselves from their seaside resort of Caesarea Maritima and descended upon Jerusalem to oversee the enormous crowds entering the city to come to the temple, as all good Jewish people gathered for the high holidays. Pilate came with reinforcements for the Roman garrison stationed in the fortress Antonia, which overlooked the Jewish temple and its courts. They came to keep peace, which is to say, to keep control. The most powerful military machine the world had known came to flex its muscles, lest anyone forget who was running the economy, the politics, the religious cult of oppression and patriarchy. And too, there was loot to be collected, for the Roman Empire took a considerable cut of the money and goods teeming into the temple. Marcus Borg and Dominique Crossan, in their book, The Last Week, perfectly describe the sensory overload of it all. Imagine, they write, the imperial procession arrival in the city, a visual panoply of imperial power, cavalry on horses, foot soldiers, leather armor, 
helmets, weapons, banners, gold eagles mounted on poles, sun glinting on metal and gold, sounds, the marching of feet, the creaking of leather, the clinking of bridles, the beating of drums, the swirl of the dust. Who was it then who heard above the cacophony the gentle breeze through the palm leaves? Who was it who heard the quiet, small steps of a beast of burden above the snorting impatience of animals bred for combat? Who is listening? Who is straining their ears to hear something beyond and above the story of Pax Romana, the publicity machine of the dominant narrative pumping through the airwaves? Who is listening past the noisy, dusty press of the empire to a gentler voice, a deeper reality, a higher vision, a vision that had no need to oppress because it saw all people in a grace-filled unity. Those who noticed a man riding the humble creature symbolic of peace took up what was available to all, leaves from a tree, leaves that also symbolized peace, and they waved, and they celebrated this small, seemingly unimportant tableau because they listened with their hearts, heard the hunger within them that longed for a lasting peace within themselves and longed to be reconciled to their own sorrow and to one another. This listening, this longing to be part of the truest fabric of human existence, this web unseen that holds us all in tenderest embrace, this is what we are called to now. To listen with our hearts. For as Holly reminds us, in case we had foolishly forgotten, your heart can hold everything, including the world, its darkness and its light, including your story, including my story, including the story of all of us. And when your heart hears your own story, it hears my story too. Your story, my story, our story. Listen to the sound of your feet, the sound of all of us, the sound of me. This listening, this is true communion. It is the standing and listening to the still, small voice within. Take up your symbolic or real communion however you will. Come into the presence of the Divine Spirit in humility, knowing that all you are is all that is needed for the present moment. I come to you, Lord, I'm so weary, I come to you, oh precious lamb, with empty hands. 
come into another week, formally in our tradition, a sacred week, a week when we take seriously our commitment to extend grace to all and to serve where we are, to stand where we are, and to listen. We can't meet together in person, of course, but we have the world of technology, and we are offering from Monday through to Thursday of this week at 7 o'clock specific online gatherings that will offer you places of rest and reflection. On Monday, Jill McPherson will be offering active mindfulness practice and parenting skills. On Tuesday, I will be offering a continuation of our Lenten study on Seven Sacred Pauses, Chapter 6. On Wednesday, Alex Liekermoser will be offering yoga stretching and deep breath work. On Thursday, Alyssa Price will be offering a deep meditation and relaxation class. These are all on Zoom. For all details, go to our website, shelburneprimrose.com. And that is also where you may, if you wish, support the work of the Pastoral Charge. On Friday, there will be a two-part Good Friday podcast. Part one will contain a full reading through of the Passion Story, and part two will offer a more contemporary reflection. 
On Saturday, there will be a Holy Saturday Vigil podcast for a time of contemplation. And of course, on Sunday, there will be an Easter celebratory podcast. Your commission this week is to listen. Our closing prayer comes from our opening prayer, a statement of faith and one of intention. I will look and I will listen to see what awe-filled message the earth, the sky, the water, every tiny creature and every mighty one is offering us. We will stand and listen to the still small voice within us that whispers impossible dreams. We will stand and listen and let the deep magic gather us in its arms. We will stand and listen and let ourselves be instructed even as the instructions fill us with fear. Still we will stand and listen and not turn away that we may bless the whole of the universe with this blessing. May the hunger within our hearts lead us home.
Father. 